Hello, everybody listening to the Fan World Podcast, your boy 2K Suave. I am here with my dog, A-Rod. Um, in case you were looking into what we were doing this past weekend, we were hanging out, watching our teams uh, look bad on TV. So uh, we're, at, we're feeling fantastic today. <laughs> yeah, we made, a, we made this podcast for our teams, man. I mean, when you're at the, at the point that you're at your pinnacle and you feel everything is great, uh, like KK was the week before, things come crashing down and I mean I'm a realist with my team KK has actually a good advantage to win his division and do well in his division uh, not team, anymore not anymore uh, Let's, here's the here's the difference my team dominated the 49ers and lost your team just got blown off the field by Bill by Bill Belichick you have nothing to feel bad about it's Bill Belichick we actually <laughs> played well and we couldn't muster up nothing got to the red zone I was just sitting I'm sitting there trying to watch drinking the little champagne that I was drinking. And I'm like, this is just, this is like the same old, the same old uh, Eagles. Like just, it's annoying. You know, you know, that's why I got the, the sad fans behind me staring into, into the abyss. We're not doing brown bags like a Jets fan yet. But. Yeah, man. Ain't, ain't shit changed, but the quarterback's number and the quarterback on my team, man. So like I'm everything that I've been saying about Darnold is the same thing going on with Wilson. He doesn't look good out there, man. It's just, Ain't nothing to be excited for this year. Just hopefully a good draft pick. All I want is the first overall pick, and maybe we take another quarterback. Who knows, man? And to make it worse, we try to be – we try to – we lose our full, our individual football games. So what do you rely on when your football team is bad? Fantasy football. And man. I went – that was – it was the worst possible weekend for football for me. I lost about one point on Monday Night Football because Aaron Jones. Our, our podcast uh, fantasy team lost – because of Aaron Jones. Um, all the league, Devontae Adams couldn't do enough to get me to dub. Uh, DraftKings only won $3 this weekend. It's like, man, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired. Yeah, it's a weekend <laughs> up, we're up, and I were up 60 in the Townie Sports League, and Aaron Jones and uh, TJ Hawkinson just decided to spank us. Meanwhile, we also had Derrick Henry and uh, Lamar Jackson play for us, who had astounding games. Uh, but, astounding game. <laughs> but um yeah fuck the fuck the kicker from the dolphins man number one last season number not even on my team anymore i, know, so, I got i got tricked into into thinking he was gonna be a good kick good kicker for fantasy <laughs> all right let's give a re, uh a rundown of what we'll be talking about so we did last week uh a pick em segment uh i won so by one i mean because i didn't pick the cowboys what did you expect <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did so, you expect me to do? Pick the cow, pick the Cowboys. <laughs> so we'll give a we'll give a recap of those games last week, the the big name games that we talked about on our pickums. Uh, then we'll do another best win, worst loss. Uh, then we're going to transition to the injury bug that seems to be plaguing a lot of players right now. And how's that going to impact the teams going forward? Uh, we'll go to contender pretender with the two and O teams. We'll leave the Bucks out of it because we all know they're the reigning Super Bowl champions, so we know they're definitely not pretenders. And then last but not least, at the very end, we'll do those NFL pickups again on the most intriguing games that we have uh, for week three. So let's go ahead and kick things off. Uh, week two is in the books, and our team's lost. We know that. There's nothing exciting there. Uh, but we'll, we'll go with our teams we talked about last week or the games we talked about last week. 
Yep. Uh, Rams and Colts was actually a really, really good game. Uh, I had it going 27-21. You had 30-24. We both picked the Rams, and the Rams won 27-24. So I picked the, the winning score for the Rams, and you picked the losing score for the Colts. So, I mean. We were, we were, we kind of had an idea what was going to happen. Yeah. But um, it was just a, it was just a really good game to watch. Um, Matthew Stafford just looks really, really good. Um, I'm very excited to see him to come to Tampa Bay and see what the, or uh, the Bucks to go to. Los Angeles they do in LA because that's going to be a, a very exciting game probably one of the better games <clears throat> next weekend NFC uh, championship preview maybe could be could be um but Carson once did go down uh so there's a little bit of scare going on what's going to go on there what was your takeaway from the game I know we were watching our teams just suck it up most of the day but we we catch highlights always so yeah so uh after after we watch our team suck it up on sunday uh i typically spend my my mondays uh watching like some like game pass kind of thing trying to recap all the games but monday i was too sick mentally to still think about football tuesday i was not feeling too good about thinking about football so today i finally watched uh, all the recap for all the games and everything like that so i'm caught up um what i got from that game is that uh uh, well, you said, you know, Matt Stafford looks good in that offense. He just, I, I think what it comes down to is that he just looks comfortable. Like, he feel it's like he belongs there, which is like a, which is great. Like, I'm watching um, uh, Jared Goff on Monday Night Football uh, with the Lions, and there were some throws that he made. I'm like, yeah, that's a good throw. But then there's so many other throws that he made, kind of, and which is very similar to the Colts with Carson Wentz, drafted one and number two. Uh, uh, back in 2016, so it's kind of funny. Like the two, the top two overall picks are literally to me the exact kind of player where they're gonna make amazing throws, and that's why they're you know one and two uh, being uh, where they were drafted. Uh, but they make a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad throws. Just they don't they don't just hold on to the ball too long and stuff like that. So Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, looks like he's supposed to be in that offense. Cooper Cup is God, man. He's just. <laughs> I picked up Robert Woods in fantasy and regretting that one again. So it's just one of those regrets that I have. But Cooper Cup is amazing. Don't, don't sweat it yet. Don't sweat it yet. Well, that's his target. I thought I was going to be only Jared Goff's favorite target, but no, that's the target on that football team. Like they I, look. I think I think Robert Woods is too. Don't be scared, yeah. I don't know. I think he is too, but he's not maximizing the way the Cooper Cup is. But but what did I tell you about Matthew Stafford? He doesn't use tight ends. He he uses his receivers and. Cooper Cup lines up in the slot, so he's like he takes away perfect. from Higby's yeah, beat. So, but we said it before. I said it before. He doesn't histo- uh, historically use tight ends. They usually yeah, give up perfect. on their tight ends in Detroit, and Higby's not getting a lot of love out there already. So, I mean, it is what it is. I just, I just think personally, watching that game and looking at Matthew Stafford, um, and I've been saying this for like the past three years. If you ever needed a quarterback, just if you look at your entire team and you break it down, you're like, what am I missing to get me over the hump? Like San Francisco should have been calling this guy. Um, the, the Rams finally did it, pulled the trigger on it. But teams that are like basically there and you need to get into the playoffs or go deep in the playoffs or win and you just need the quarterback, that was your target right there. And That's he's just showing that he's very comfortable. He's a seasoned veteran. He's he's a really good seasoned veteran at that. Like we we take for granted like all the great, seasons he's had there because he's been with the lions like he puts up <laughs> yeah they're just bad but he makes he makes players known like a like a kenny galladay or or a marvin jones he makes these guys 
well-known uh, players now. So it's just it's just nice to see him on a team where he can rely on a defense to help out just as much as he contributes on the offense and good offense as well. Um, the running backs are a little banged up. I know Daryl Henderson went down with an injury. I know Sonny Michelle ain't got no knees and he does what he can out there. So they're going to have to figure that out. I feel like it's just a revolving door running backs out there. Um, but the Colts are 0-2 in their division. They were favored to win it. So Yeah. I'm a, and you know the funny thing about the Colts? Like what, and another big takeaway I got from that game, obviously you know how I feel about Carson Wentz now, uh, that he's not an eagle anymore. Like, like Kind of like this whole Ben Simmons situation. Literally, it's the same exact thing. I wipe my hands clean with Ben Simmons and I wipe my hands clean uh, with Carson Wentz. And now that I'm seeing it with, without my fan goggles on, like, yeah, it's the same old Carson Wentz. I mean, we're going to get into the injuries uh, section later, but, like, like he can't get right. Like, it's the same old story. And last year when they got Phillip Rivers, you know, they said we're a quarterback away from being a contender. This year they said they're a quarterback away from getting uh, uh, um, from being a contender. Phillip Rivers got him to the playoffs at least, and Carson Wentz has been a – uh, an absolute downgrade uh, for them. So to me, it's just, they're still a quarterback away from, from actually being a legitimate football team. Cause they have all the makings. The receiving core is good. Michael Pippen Jr. Finally showed out. Uh, they got the running game. Jonathan Taylor is amazing. The offensive line is great. Their defense played well, all things considered against the Rams, but when you don't got that dog at quarterback. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I think, I think with them on offense, there's no, like we say Jonathan Taylor, but Nico Hines is just as good. And, and Mac is also good too. So like there's three, there's three good running backs there. And then on the wide receiver side, like Pascal's having a good year so far. Michael Pittman Jr. show out with a with 300 yards receiving and no touchdowns. And whoever the other wide receivers out there, like they're, they're all good. So plug and play. And then they also got two decent tight ends out there as well. So it's like, you don't know who the, the go-to guy is going to be, but I feel like they want to make somebody that, and that's going to be the problem. Like Philip, Philip Rivers made everybody good around him. And Carson Wentz just doesn't have that ability. Carson Wentz is kind of the guy that he needs to know who my number one is, who this guy is, and I'm going to be dumping it off to all the time. And then also the injury bug is just like his worst thing that comes to Carson Wentz is, is he's always hurt. It's always unfortunate. He always has a great O-line too, which is crazy. Bro, so like, it makes no sense. Like it's his, like, it's clearly his fault. Like, and I watched, like I said, I watched him with that game pass. He holds on to the ball way too long. And then always it's kind of like the Jameis Winston effect. They the, the two of them just feel like they can they can make that play. And I watched Tom Brady. Tom Brady never does that. He's like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw the ball away. Like Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I'm gonna throw the ball away. Like that's but, when you become that next level quarterback is you know when to live to see another day. And I don't think he's figured that out yet. Yeah, but that also shows like the the seasoned veteran like in the game. Like I remember doing this. Like I was I was kind of ass in the beginning, but you know, Patrick I Mahomes is younger than him. He does it already. There there are some that just there are <laughs> they get it. And all yeah. I'm saying is like I'm I'm not I'm not advocating that that he'll learn in time. I honestly think that Carson Wentz, anybody in my opinion that that went to North Dakota State, I'm sorry, Trey Lance. Like I hope you prove me wrong. But I feel like those guys, like they didn't, they didn't play in the right environment for college football. So you took a gamble on this guy. Yeah, he had an MVP season and went down. Unfortunately, he got a Super Bowl ring out of it from being on the bench with a bunch of claps. Shout out um, to my dog Nick Foles. Exactly. So it's you. You've got a good resume, 
But the problem is, is like we're taking the gamble on the injury bug now. And I think the Colts thought that that was behind them. And we have this stellar O-line that we've built with Andrew Luck there. We built it with Phillip Rivers. We built it with everybody that we've had there at quarterback since Andrew Luck. And they've been pretty good. They're going to be able to protect this guy. And that's just not, that's it's just in Carson. Carson Wentz is his own worst enemy. Like right. he's going to be in his own head. Right. He went as the number two pick. I think he's talked about more than golf nowadays. And golf is in a worse situation. And they're like, no one's expecting golf to take the Lions to the promised land. That's not going to happen. But we're definitely expecting Carson Wentz to take the Colts to the promised land or at least be a contender, man. Because they at least look formidable. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So he they got to write that ship. They got to find out what's going on there and write it because there's no reason a team that that did as well as they did last year is last in their division and 0 and 2 on top of that. You know what I would do if I was the Colts? I'd be on the phone with Nick Foles right now because the same, I mean, it's Frank Reich, it's the same situation. It wasn't Nick. It wasn't. They said Carson Wentz came back to Indy so that he he could be reunited where he had his best season. Meanwhile, his best season he still got hurt, <laughs> and Nick Foles is the one that had the magical playoff run with that coaching staff. So to me, uh, you know, Jacob Eason and whomever else is over there, uh, it doesn't matter. Like to me, Nick Foles is riding the bench over Chicago. Come on, come on down. Uh, whatever road goes from Chicago to uh to Indianapolis, and let's let's make that shit happen. I'd be laughing if like if he's like yo, or if the head coach is like yo, I got his number on speed dial right now. If you don't show up, I'm fucking calling this guy. But you know, you know what's gonna happen if they did call him? Carson went to whine and cry. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I want to be traded. <laughs> so, exactly. So enjoy well, being a backup. A Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons were not cut from the right cloth. They cut from the same little soft cloth. <laughs> They're not. All right, let's go to let's go to another game. This one completely canceled out because we both picked Buffalo to win. We I almost did it. I almost screwed that one up. Yeah, and and uh, and we we both had the same score, 27-24. But KK at the last minute came to the senses and was like, Buffalo's going to win. So this one cancels out. We were both right, and the Bills were probably listening. They were like, oh, yeah, bet you was going to get bet against me. We're going to wax these boys 35-0. So um, not a very interesting game. Uh, fuck the kicker from the Dolphins. Uh, and Tua obviously went out was the big headline of that game. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the Bills just – I don't get it, man. Like, they have two stud running backs, and they still don't know who to make the number one. They don't need to. This is this is this is 2021 football. There's only like six number ones. If you really think about it, Derrick Henry, McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, uh, who else? Zeke. Not. I can't tell. Tony Pollard looked way better than him the other day. So, to, so to me, the situation they have to feed both of them though. Uh, they can't have healthy scratches for no reason, and then not. Like, so like they split the like uh Moss had eight carries and Singletary had 13. So that's 21 carries between those two. And obviously, you know, Josh Allen's gonna run the ball five to seven times. So to me, that formula works. Um the, the problem that I had was with Josh Allen still. They won 35 to zero, which sounds great, but he was 17 to 33. Uh, what was it, 187 yards, something like that? Like he wasn't stellar. Yeah. And remember <clears throat> I said it a few weeks ago. I'm like. He's not as great as you people think. He had one amazing season. But you know what defenses do? They adjust. So he needs to show that next level of how to adjust. But 
with that being said, the Bills have won uh, six straight games against the Dolphins, and they've scored 30 points in every single one of those games. So they've got the Dolphins. Even if the Dolphins have a great defense, they got the Dolphins figured out. That's that's clear. Um, but, yeah, the two things concerning, um, Jacoby Brissett uh, is not going to be able to get it done. Uh, I don't, I don't, like, I, and I like Jacoby Brissett, but I don't think he – I don't think him or Tua are good enough, no offense – Tua fans are good enough to take that team over the top because to me, just like the uh, the Colts are a quarterback away, if Aaron, whatever team Aaron Rodgers chooses to go to, whether it's Denver, uh, Miami, or like the Colts, for example, all three of those teams can make it to the Super Bowl with with better quarterback play, in my opinion. So yeah, exactly. Denver, if they just went and got a like a decent quarterback, like they we're gonna win. we're gonna do pretenders to contenders because I want to yeah. talk about Denver. I really do. So we'll, do, save, we'll save that. <laughs> but I, but I, that, that was like one team that I was saying, you know, if, if they get Aaron Rodgers, like they're set, and I, and we'll get to the pretenders and contenders. So I'll just leave that one alone for yeah. now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think Miami's really got to be shitting their pants right now. Jacoby Brissett. Um, is a fun name, but it's it's not as fun as you as you think it is because everybody thinks because we pick off the the Bill Belichick tree, whether it's coaches, whether it's quarterbacks, whether it's players that do well in the system. Um, Jacoby Brissett really historically hasn't done well wherever else he's gone. Uh, so you know I, what it I, comes I, down to? <laughs> there's only one Bill Belichick, and there's only one Tom Brady. <laughs> that's exactly. it. <laughs> Exactly. But but when you're on the Patriots, you know your role. That's yeah. that's what it really comes down to. Like Jacoby Brissett, <clears throat> excuse me, when he filled in for those few games, did well because he knew his role. He knew he had to just play this style of football, win, win two games, three games, maybe lose one. But after that, like I'm going back to being a locker room guy, enjoyable person, uh, somebody someone can relate to in the locker room, things like that. So he's that yeah. kind of guy. He's just... I hate to say it, man. I want him to do well. I hope he does well, but I just, I just like what we've seen. He just doesn't look good. And he, played. you know, who he reminds me of. Hmm. He's like Charlie Batch that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, he was a backup for them for like 15 years, and there's a because he was like the perfect locker room guy. Everyone loves him. He was reliable. So if you need him to fill in, he'll fill in. He'll, you know, he'll do whatever you need it. So like, to me, that should be more of Jacoby Brissett's role. It's just. The perfect backup, the one that's going to hold the clipboard, you know, help your starting quarterback be better, run the scout team, blase, blase. But for an actual NFL team, this especially the way the Dolphins are currently constructed, probably not going to be able to get it done with, with uh, Mr. Jacoby. So, yeah. So everyone in the AFC East is now one and one, except for uh, old bagheads behind me back there. So <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, I think it's now. Depending how long two is two, how long two is going to be out, I think it comes down to the to the Patriots and the and the Bills. Um, but yeah, like like you've been saying, and and I agree with you. I think I think Josh Allen just hit his ceiling, and I think I don't want to say he's going to come crashing down to earth, but I think slowly he's going to make a lot of um, he's going to digress a lot. I, I just I I don't know what it is. I, it's just there's no wow factor for me so, with Josh so, Allen. I want to say there's no wow factor. It's just I just he's not he's not accurate. accurate. <laughs> yeah, he's not accurate, and people take that away from his rookie year because he was he was like that his rookie year. He wasn't exactly. Accurate at all. So he just he just had a monstrous year last year and and made a name for himself. So I'm I'm happy for that, but I I just think that people get on hot streaks. I think sports is a game of of hot streaks. If you're not like a like a consistently good player, 
like we all know um, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a bad – he obviously had a bad game one of the season and then came out and did what he did with the Lions. And <clears throat> it's just some players are built like that. Other guys are – they're just coasters. And sometimes they they ball out and sometimes they don't. I just, That's just how I see Josh Allen. So let, let me run – so this season so far, he's throwing 56% which is not good, especially in today's NFL. You got to be a 67% or, or above. Uh, 449 yards was about 221 a game, uh, 224 a game. And then uh, uh, one pick, 77.9 quarterback rating. Um, his rookie year, 67.9% quarterback rating, 52.8% uh, completion percentage. His sophomore year, 52.8% uh, completion percentage, 85.3 quarterback rating. So out of his – so basically in his four, three seasons and change of him playing, and currently he's 56% or 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 worse, and then he had the one magical season. So um, I want to say, you know, maybe give it a couple more games. I typically say by week four, you kind of know who's real, who's not, like a Jada Kiss and Swiss Beat song. Um, but uh, he did play against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, even though the, the Raiders lit him up, <laughs> and then he did play against Miami's uh, great cornerbacks and pretty decent defense. So, you know, we'll, I don't know who they play next, but we're gonna see who's real, who's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Steelers, Raiders uh went to Pittsburgh and decided, hey, we're uh, we're actually kind of a good team this year. And they decided to beat the Steelers 26 to 17. Uh -huh. We both hit Pittsburgh. Uh, I said 32 14. You said 28 17. So we both close. got that one wrong. <laughs> um, Chucky, Chucky seems to, to got the guys believing in Vegas, uh, or they're just hitting the slots a lot and winning a lot. So the winning culture is there. Um, the only thing that I take away from this game is is Darren Waller is like that dude, man. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Darren Waller fan, man. Darren Waller is that dude. Um, Derek Carr, I always like Derek Carr, but he's just super he's super shaky. Inconsistent. Um, he's very inconsistent, and <clears throat> and and I don't blame it. I don't blame it on his play. I, I I blame it on on the team that they put around them because there's, I mean, he had Amari Cooper. And he did great with Amari Cooper. There was no reason to get rid of Amari Cooper. And yeah, that was, now that I think about it, yeah, that was that was strange. It didn't make sense. It didn't very make strange. Sense getting rid of Khalil Mack because both of those guys were foundations to build around. And Chucky wanted to go in there with a new house and build up all these guys. And now they're hyping this guy, Brian Edwards, who I'm I don't see anything with. I don't see anything with rugs. I just see that he's super fast. Yeah, we, we had a good game. Yeah, he won great. Yeah, <laughs> but all I'm saying is like these guys, I, I don't see them as you know, taking that year two leap or anything like that. It's all young. I, I, the only guy on the offense I like is Waller. And then Jacobs, when he's got his head in the game. When he's healthy. <laughs> yeah, when he's healthy. So, and then the defense is just like semi-good. Like they went and got some good pieces, but there's there's no household name like a Khalil. Like when I think of the Raiders defense, I always think of like some somebody good over there, like a Charles Woodson. I could give you somebody. Max Crosby. Oh, Max Crosby too. Yeah, Max Crosby. They talk about they need pressure on the quarterback. They, that's their pressure on the quarterback. Max Crosby, crazy. You know, I, I think I mentioned it. Um, Darren Waller and uh, Max Crosby were both like heavy drug users and alcoholics. They both got clean, went to rehab, and now they're both having great, great uh, starts to the to the season. 
because uh, you don't really you know Derek Waller is, is old. Like he's, he was starting off with the Ravens. He's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, and then but Crosby, you know, he obviously wreaked havoc on uh, uh, on uh, Lamar Jackson in Week One uh, and uh, Villanueva, which brings me back to the Steelers. They got rid of Villanueva, and I was like, wow, that's a mistake. And their offensive line is way worse. And now we've seen firsthand that Villanueva was not even that good. So the Steelers' offensive line is horrendous. They only were able to score 17 points again. Like, they struggled against the Bills to put up anything. They struggled against the Raiders to, to put up anything. So their offensive line is horrible. Uh, Big Ben is hurt and getting old. And he's not, he's not, he's not the same Big Ben. It's clear as day. Uh, he shouldn't have lost all that weight because now he's not – he's uh, he's too fragile now. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then you know, I know your boy, Najee. That stiff arm, boy. That stiff arm was amazing. But outside of that, I mean, he was – it's not like he – and I understand. It's not his fault. It's, line, though, man. it's, it's not his fault. Thing. It's not his fault. But, like, I want to see him – like, I, you know, I, I grew up in Detroit when Barry Sanders didn't have an O-line either. So <laughs> – but I feel like that, man. But I, I've been advocating just, for him. People have been saying he's gonna be better than AP. So, like, I'm just going with the people. I'm not saying. going with that. I'm not going with that. <clears> but I will we'll say, see. like, if the Steelers don't figure out that offensive line situation, uh, I I think their defense is good enough to because you know Mike Thomas never had a losing season before. I think their defense is good enough to at least get them around that eight eight nine wins. But their offense is. They got to do something, man. That offense, like they have, they have uh, Deontay Thompson, they have Chase Claypool, they have Juju Smith-Schuster, they have Najee Harris. Uh, you got Pat Framuth and Eric Ebron. You have weapons, but if you can't protect, I mean, Big Ben got knocked down ten times, <laughs> ten yeah, times. Max Crosby was throwing him on the floor. They got Gakway now, so they got they got dudes that are like dogs on the defensive line. And, uh, and, you know, I like Jonathan Abram as well. That's somebody who can end up being a household name for them as far as, like, somebody in their secondary. But Minus I mean, the stiff arm. Huh? Minus, Minus the stiff arm. arm. <laughs> Najee Harris, you said it yourself. Najee Harris is like a mini Derrick Henry. So this is what you're going to get. You, the, be, the best of them, they got stiff arm. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers to – to get win, like every time they try to go for a win this year, they because think about that Bills game was ugly, and they were able, they were down. I think they were they they, they were trailing in that game ten to zero, and they had to just muster up enough defense to make it work. But now, I think TJ Watt was a little banged up, Big Ben's banged up. It's like they can't afford to be losing anybody, or they're gonna they're gonna suffer. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think Chucky did it right on the on the D line this year. Like he went and got a good D line. He got yeah. Ngakwe and Solomon Thomas and put him put them there with uh with Max Crosby yeah. who can who could eventually become a household name and I hope he does just like Darren Waller um but I think the linebacking core is kind of soft and the secondary is so so Abrams is good minus his the the truck stick he got um but yeah man I mean maybe it was just a change of scenery they needed maybe just Oakland is cursed and Listen. they had to leave and I hope I hope that's not what it is cuz they probably got the most loyal fans because everyone that was at that game they came from California. I don't care what you say. Of course. Everybody came from of California. Of course they did. <laughs> but but I don't want to I don't want to like stick on the Raiders so much. I mean, you got to you got to be worried if you're the Steelers cuz you're notoriously known for a good defense and a a good offensive line is what I always think they're good known for. Is like their offensive line is always 
one of the top top five in the league. And they get and, ran through. And this year they're getting ran through. They went and spent their first round pick on a running back, which was well needed. And he's not getting enough touches. He's not getting any openings. Uh, and 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 the weird part is they cut one of their best and they cut one of their best old line guys in DeCastro. And and I'm just I just think you got to call that guy up and tell him to come back because I don't think he has a job yet. Um, but yeah, and then and then you got to worry about your quarterback. I mean, how long how long are you going to stick with Big Ben? I know like he's loved in the city. Um, he's beat like three rape, rape charges. So like, he's got a great story to go for him on a, on a 30 for 30, but at some point you're going to have to look to the future. And I know, uh, my, or Mason Rudolph isn't the answer. I know homeboy from Ohio state isn't the answer. Call cam, just call cam for a season, man. Let's like, get you, it. Want, you want your prediction to be right. I wanted to come right, man. I wanted to come right. Well, I was looking at uh, DeCastro. He said his body's just broken down. That's why they cut him. His ankle might need surgery. And retirement is probably on his mind. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't that's think that's, gonna be, that's not coming. He's not coming. He's not walking through those doors, like yeah, the they, kids say. <laughs> yeah, they, they got to find something, though, man, because, like, this isn't, this isn't the steel, the Steelers' offensive line that we're used to. Like, the defense is stout. The offensive guys can do their things when when the O line is healthy, but if if Big Ben is out and and they're getting to the quarterback like that, it's going to be a whole new ball game. You know what it is? They just soft. Like I'm, the Steelers that I remember, the Bucks, Heinz Ward. You know what I'm saying? Like Troy Polamalu. Like they had, they were tough. Like just tough minded, and that bleeds into your offensive line. When your offensive line is just mauling people, but now the only tough guy they have is Najee Harris because Chase Claypool. Listen, Chase Claypool runs one route. Is he going to run deep? Is that going to be a pass interference? Or he's going to miss time to jump? Or he might catch it? Like, that's it. And then, uh, you know, Juju TikTok, uh, Smooth, 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 what is his name? Schuster? Smith? Whatever it is. Schuster, exactly. Smith, yeah. Schuster? All he does is TikTok and dance around and stuff. And then Deontay Thompson. You know, he's a little, little guy. Like, they're not, they're, not, they're not tough. They're not physical anymore. And to play yeah. in that AFC North, I don't care who you are, to play in AFC and NFC North, you got to be tough. Uh, big, uh, Baltimore, tough. We're about to get to, to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is tough. You know, Cleveland is tough. Uh, the, uh, the Bengals are going to start getting tough. Like, they got to be tough. So, I don't yeah. know. I'm not feeling it. All right, let's go to another game. Dallas. And the Chargers. I don't want to talk uh, about Dallas. <laughs> Dallas went to LA, uh, decided that they are them boys, won 2017. I said 30 27. You said 31 28. I picked Dallas. You picked the Chargers. Uh, this was a turning point in where I won. Uh, we all knew you weren't going to pick them. So thank you for the win on the on the week. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, <clears throat> uh, Dak did his thing. Uh, Herbert did his yeah. thing. They both did their thing enough to win. Like if you win the game, you win the game. So all I know is if, if Dallas is smart, Zerline is is a forgotten kicker, man. You got to get rid of that guy. Like he he lost that game against the Bucks for them. So I'm not sold on Zerline. Um, but one thing that I, I will say is a lot of people have like high hopes for this Chargers defense. I don't. I really don't. I think they only they gave have, them 20. Huh? I know, but I'm, I'm just telling you, like, it's it's going to break down throughout the season. I feel like there's only, like, one or two really good players on the defense because I, I think they got rid of a lot of a lot of household names, like, if, if I'm wrong. Homeboy that was there for the longest is now with the Steelers as a linebacker. 
their corners are gone. We don't know what we're going to get out of Asante Samuel. And then the other guy they got from Florida State uh, two years ago, three years ago that I can't remember his name because he hasn't played an NFL game until this year. Like, he's... Uh, I'm going to beg to differ on this one. <clears throat> I mean, that's First, just what I'm, I'm going with. I'm, I'm saying that from my... I, that's my hot take is I'm not sold on the Chargers defense. I'm sold on the offense. I'm sold on the O-line. They did everything to protect this kid. They went and got the right players to protect him. Uh, I think he's going to have a good year. I think they had a, a rough two games. Um, I think their third game, I don't know who it's against, but I think they can try and find a way to pull off a win. Uh, but I really wouldn't count the Chargers. If you're a Chargers fan, don't count them out just yet. Uh, the one thing with the Cowboys I take away from it is, is everybody in the receiving core is good. Uh, Zeke outtouched Pollard. Pollard got more, more rushing yards than him. I think that's just a fortunate breakaway that he got to get that. But, I mean, I don't know what's up with Zeke. I hope his head is in the game, but this isn't the Zeke we're used to seeing. So, I've seen a steady decline with Zeke in the last few years. Listen, man, we you are Ezekiel Elliott in Ohio State, you were running every, back, every down. And in the Cowboys for the first two years, he was running every down. Like, if you look at Dakota Prescott's uh, uh, yards, I mean, uh, attempts per game, it's gone up in his in his career as Zeke's rushing attempts have gone down. Uh, so like in the beginning, they used to protect Dak a lot, and he only throw like twenty times, and he will he throw for one hundred eighty seven yards. But then Zeke will have one hundred forty yards. You know what I mean? But a um, couple things just kind of just to spin off of what you said. Uh, I still think I believe in the Chargers defense. I know they gave up a lot of rushing yards, and that's that's probably the annoying part. But Dakota Prescott, you saw what he just did to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he lit them the hell up. Like he, he lit them up uh, against these this this Chargers defense. Dak had 237 yards and a, and a pick, uh, 23 of 27. So I think they his his uh what do you call it? The, his completion percentage is gonna be it was gonna look good, but he wasn't right. He didn't really like blow you away. I know Mark Cooper was a little banged up, so that's kind of that probably had a lot to do with it. Uh, and obviously they're playing without Michael Gallup. So there's obviously a lot of retooling and reshuffling. And their offensive line's a little crazy and, and, and in flux right now. That's why I picked the Chargers to win, which they did let me down because Justin Herbert got him to the end zone uh, and threw a pick into the end zone. Like, that was the game. That was the ball game right there. Uh, so, I mean, for me, I think the Chargers will be fine. Uh, you know, they got to deal with the Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken, uh, next or something like that. That's gonna to be tough. Then that's gonna to be tough for them, obviously. But uh, to me, you know, it's it's still at the end of the day, they still they show their youth. You know, when I was watching that game, uh, the the highlights, uh, Justin Herbert's still only a second year quarterback. This is only a 17th start. Uh, so you know, and in today's NFL, 17 starts literally one season. So he's literally still a rookie. Um, he is only the only rookie ever to throw for 5,000 yards in his first 17 games is him and Patrick Mahomes. And that's it. So he's off to a good start, but he's still a kid. You know, he's, he, he's going to make those little mental errors. He still had a pretty decent game, uh, you know, 338 yards and a touchdown, but those two picks are gonna, obviously going to eat at him and he won't make that mistake yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, I think it's just year two growing pain. Yeah. I, think. I mean, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They got, a, they got a hard schedule coming. So, I mean, yeah. but I, I think they can find some ways to win some ball games. I, I think, they have the right pieces there, but they also could be like one of the biggest letdowns, I think, but I don't think they're going to be. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, if anything that's concerning 
you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, obviously, but, um, you know, I would be concerned about Zeke. Like, you know, he had 16 carries for 71 yards. That's, you know, that not the greatest yard per carry. It's not like it's terrible. It's not like he had a bad game. But to me, if you just watch him side by side, like watch film side by side, Tony Pollard looked more explosive and better fit for that offense than Zeke did. So, you know, we're going to talk about some, some stuff later on the show. I'm going to have a big point to make when it comes to these running backs. But, I mean, that would be my only concern if I was a Cowboys fan is, uh, you know, what the hell are we going to do with Zeke? Because he's costing us a lot of money, and that's some cap space we can free up and get, you know, better talent on defense rather than pay keep paying Zeke all this damn money that they're, they're, they have tied to him. So True. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the last game we said. We, we both got this one wrong. Uh, Chiefs went into Baltimore <clears throat> and looked like they had shit on lock. And then Lamar wanted to go for it and did his little flip in the end zone that everybody saw. Ravens beat the Chiefs 36-35. It was, it was, it looked really slow for, for Lamar in the beginning. He did throw two picks, uh, but he picked things up. Uh, you, you can't sleep on the guy, man. Like I, I always try and find a way to poo-poo on him. Cause like, I just feel like he's, he's just not there, but I always forget that he was taking last in the first round. And I think that sticks with him and he's just got like that, that dog mentality and that chip on his shoulder to say, I'm going to fuck up sometimes I'm human, but I can hang with the best. And, and I think he really can being with a team that uh, doesn't have the same defense as last year. They're, they're missing, you know, Matt Judon and a couple guys that were there at the, uh, Peters is out, right? With a ACL there. That's a big. That's a big loss too. The O line is is suspect. Uh, All the running backs are going down. Uh, We need. They need better play out of the receivers, and they're they're kind of getting it out of Hollywood Brown now. Um, But but there's there's a lot of like what ifs on that team, except for Lamar. And I feel as a quarterback, you definitely have to take the rap for them all the time. Unfortunate loss for the Chiefs. They played well. Everybody played well. It's just, it's just one of those nail biting games that came down to the wire, and and Baltimore won it. Yeah. So I'm I'm not mad with it. It's a it's a tough loss for the Chiefs. A great win for the Ravens because they kind of had a a hard start going into it. Going 0 and 2 in that division would would be oh, very God. hard for them. Yeah. So one and one to hang with everybody is is all right, I guess. Yeah. Uh Lamar, like, you know, uh, I talked like I think about like when as an Eagles fan, like who do I support? Uh, who else besides my team who, that I support? And I've always been a supporter of the Ravens, like historically. Uh, just I mean, Ray Lewis, uh, Ed Reed, uh, you know, that whole game. Peter Bowler. And Bowler, yeah. Uh, so I've always like closet supported that. I've closet supported a lot of AFC teams because they they mean nothing to me in the NFC. So the Chargers. The Ravens and the Chiefs, actually. Like, I, I used to, Tony Gonzalez is like one of my favorite football players. So I used to love watching them and Priest Holmes and Grandmama and, you know, just the, the list goes on. So this is a game between two teams that to me are, you know, they're, they're teams that, I, you know, I like to see win. So I didn't have a dog in the fight, you know, and it was a Sunday night football standalone game. I had a horrible day with the Eagles. So to me, it was probably the best game of the weekend. Um, there's a lot of energy, you know, Al Michaels and your boy Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, no, Lamar, man, that relationship that the Lamar and uh, Harbaugh have is special. Like, you, 
they show it. They've been showing it since his rookie season. Like Harbaugh really loves him. Like he really loves Lamar like a son. And you can tell Lamar will like run through a wall for him. You know, like the fact that he trusts him to make that 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 fourth down call where that ball was. I think it was like the forty-five yard line. If Mahomes gets the ball back there, it's it's over. So it was like either he gets the ball back, he has to drive and score, or he gets the ball back here. But we're not gonna like leave you know leave this stone unturned. And you have to think about uh, what Aaron Rodgers was thinking. Like, damn, if I would have went for it on fourth down and then against the Bucks, I probably would have had the same result. So, you know, when you have a coach that trusts you, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Uh, and then you know, we talk about you know, we're talking about Ravens' defense is not as great. Uh, Tyreek Hill, three catches, fourteen yards. <laughs> like, very silent. Three catches, fourteen. We're talking about Tyreek Hill. So, without uh, Peters, you know, without. Jimmy Smith, like they, they, this is that was that was a very impressive uh, performance by the corners. Uh, obviously, Kelsey's gonna eat, and uh, you know, but you know, the the game came down to Lamar Jackson didn't screw up, and Clyde and Clyde Edwards Hilaire did. He fumbled the ball, so it was a game that if they played seven, if they played a seven game series, you'll you know, I I I'll take the Chiefs to win it four games to two, but those two games that 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 uh that uh. Lamar Jackson wins. Lamar Jackson is going to be a superhero, but that's what Lamar Jackson has to be for this for this team as a superhero. Because like all his running backs are hurt, you know he only has Hollywood Brown to rely on. Sammy Watkins, we know he's going to get hurt at some point, and he's either boom or a complete bust. Mark mm-hmm. Andrews is doing okay, you know, he's, but he's not like having like a TJ Hawkinson kind of season. It's just. Or- yeah, or like his first year with the Ravens. So yeah, like, I had him his first year. Sorry, I remember. And yeah. I had a feeling he was gonna we're gonna see some drop off, and we're seeing the drop off. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's Lamar or bust. <laughs> That's it. And I love to see Lamar get this monkey off his back and beat Patrick Mahomes. And because Mahomes still ball, so it wasn't like it was a, you know, Mahomes had a bad game, thirty five points, but you know, Lamar Jackson is uh he's Superman. And we say it all the time. They, they're a team that plays from behind. They never, like, if they get the lead, like a big lead, like, they're going to stick with it. But, like, they're typically a team that plays from behind. So we got to see them play from behind again. And this time it came it came to their favor and against a, a tough team. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Lamar. I, I think I think Mahomes goes undefeated the rest of the season. <laughs> but, like. Uh, I don't I, think this Chiefs, like, I didn't pick the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Because I don't think this t- Chiefs team is supremely talented. Like I feel like offensively, obviously they're going to be great, but defensively, I feel like there's some, there's a lot of uh, suspect kind of you know situations that they have out there. So I'm not even, I'm not sold on them defensively. I saw what Tampa Bay did to them in the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay made them look silly. <laughs> like offensive line sucked, obviously for. Uh, for the Chiefs. That's why the Chiefs weren't able to score points. But Tom Brady, 43-year-old, 43-year-old ass at that time, tore him up, lit him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not sold on the defense just yet. I agree, but wait till wait till cuts happen when people start cutting players that they don't want there or trades happen. Something could change. But I'm I'm with you on the defense. I'm not I'm not sold on it either. But Matthew Chris <laughs> Jones. Like yeah. that's her defense. That's really it. Um, so, yeah, I, I take the week three out of five. KK takes two out of five, and we'll just add it to the total at the end of the season. Um, of the week, best win. Who had the best win to you? The best you win? Saw mine. You saw my list, but, I mean. I don't remember looking at your list. To, right. to, to me, my two 
obviously the game we just spoke about the Ravens because remember I told you last week they had the worst loss because they had to come up against the Chiefs. Had they fallen to 0-2, that's like a, a very bad start to the season with their schedule. So to get that pretty much that split 1-1 in the first two games, that's that's a great, you know, great situation for them. And then to me, the Panthers, uh, this is for you, though, because Sam Darnold, that offense looks good for him. <laughs> like, you know, C-Mac, that's, you know, Matt Rule, I, I didn't really like him coming all, you know, the situation that he got. But he's making that team look good, man. That defense is playing well. The offense looks formidable. So that was a very good – after what the Saints did to the Packers last week, this is like complete lops, like complete opposite of what happened last week. That's why, like, you know, we all were praising Jameis and the Saints last week. But this week, it was like, okay, this is what we expected to see. So got to give it to the Panthers for that one. Yeah, I agree with you on the Ravens. It's a big win to go one and one in the division and hang with everybody there right now. I think everyone is one and one in the division minus. I think everybody is one and one in the division. In the in the uh, the, south, the north. Yeah, I think everyone's one and one. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah, yeah, they are. One and one. Yeah. So good not to be at the bottom of the list. Um, I'm also going to say big win for the Titans because no, the Browns are two and zero. Oh no, no, they lost the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, one and one, one and one. Yeah, yeah, everyone's one and one. Yeah. So Titans, I'm gonna give them a big win because they had to beat Russell Wilson and Derrick Henry made you remember who Derrick Henry is. Which um, you know yeah. <laughs> why he's a monster. Yeah. Uh they had a big win, so that gives them one and one in their division. Uh and staying alive and 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 not being at the bottom. So everyone's one and one minus the Colts in that division. Uh, and then the Packers, I'm going to say that's a big win for them because everybody was poo-pooing on Aaron Rodgers. And he said, hold on, let me show you why I was the MVP last year. And and of course, it's the Lions. He tore him up, but it's a good win for them. It's, it's better not to go 0-2. It's better not to get more uh, press over there in Green Bay because there's really nothing to talk about in Green Bay except for the Packers. So keep the keep the press out of there play good football, and, and just win games. I would have been willing to bet my whole 401k and my Robin Hood account that they were not going to lose in the damn uh, Lions to go 0-2. The last team they would have lost to. <laughs> I was rooting for that kid, though, man. To turn uh, that, that I think, no, I heard I heard he still got uh, he still got paid because he uh, he cashed out. Yeah, uh, 1,000. He got like 1,000. Or no, was it? One hundred fifty-five thousand. He got out. One hundred fifty-five thousand. That's be, hey, he could have. He could have hey, got seven hundred. Don't think about the seven. Think about the one that you got. So. Got to look at it differently. Um, okay. Last so half full. <laughs> yeah. Worst. Worst loss. For me, the yeah. Vikings. The Vikings. <laughs> they missed a thirty-seven yarder at home. I mean, on the road, but a thirty-seven. It, it gave me Blair Walsh vibes when, when he was he missed that twenty-seven yarder in the playoff game. Yeah. Uh, it just gave, like, to me, Minnesota played so well and kept up with this high-powered Cardinals offense, and it just could not get it done. Like, just – and I just – man, just the team that I had high hopes for going into the season, and they're down to 0-2, and, and I don't think – I don't think things are looking up, kid. I don't think things are looking up, man. <laughs> Kirk yeah. Cousins ain't it. <laughs> I'm uh yeah I I yeah it's it's it sucks because we had them doing very well in in our predictions and they've lost two games based off of field goals and it's it's unfortunate so yeah. they they got heartbreak to Joe Burrow and a heartbreak again. <laughs> I, I I think I think the team is there. I just think you got to look at the kicker. Um, 
and just like come off of these hard losses, but it's going to be tough. It's a tough division. Uh, I'm going to go with the the Giants on Thursday night, man. Like they, they had everything to win that game. Uh, they should have won that game. And then they just, you know, collapse at the very end. This is so, trash. <laughs> in, a, in a team, in a, in a, in a division that's historically strong, but for the last couple of years hasn't been, yeah. uh, they should be hanging in and, and trying to be one in one with everybody, but that doesn't seem to be happening. So uh, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, well, the problem was like the same thing with the Steelers. They don't have an offensive line. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't have an O line, but I mean, you just got Kenny Galladay and he's not getting any touches. I mean, he's not like getting any touches. Uh, Saquon, uh, we've been groomed to think that this man is the, the next coming of like an Emmett Smith or a, or a Barry Sanders. Like, yeah, I just they, they said Barry. Up. They said Barry. <laughs> he looked great, but I just think his legs are too big, and that's his biggest problem. Is like I get you have huge quads, but like, dude, you, I, I just feel I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Kenny Galladay doesn't look happy. He showed his frustration in the game. Yeah. The Giants, I don't know what it is, uh, but winning football in New York City is just not there anymore. It's just so tough. <laughs> it is very tough. Um, so let's jump into the injury bug now. We kind of gave a preview on it uh, during the segment, but there's been a lot of injuries that happened in week two that are probably going to affect teams down the way. Um, we'll start with the starting quarterbacks, man. Like there's, there's a lot that went down. Uh, Big Ben is going to be down for a bit. Carson Wentz looks like he's going to be out for a bit. They already said Tua will be out. Tyrod went down and, and it's unfortunate because I root for the guy all the time and he just, he just can never catch a break. Catch a break. Uh, Andy Dalton, who cares, but he went down and Baker Mayfield decided to say that he felt something pop in his shoulder. So he's got that question tag. And I mean, the Browns got to monitor that. Like when somebody says something like that, that's, that's kind of like a red flag. So you, yeah. you got to see what's going on. And the last thing you want is your number one pick of, of three or four years ago to, to go down with an injury and you mismanage that. So a lot of teams with quarterback issues uh how do you how do you see this playing out for all these all these guys and these teams like should you be worried the only, the only team that i think is set for success maybe would be the 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 bears with justin fields getting the start this week. yeah so. so big ben um he said he's gonna do everything in his power to play um on their, their next football game if he's not able to go um it's gonna be tough <laughs> because uh, you know we you know Dwayne Haskins had a good preseason, um, but it was against you know third strings and fourth strings and guys who are probably coaching at their high school football team right now, like and working <coughs> at Walmart. So uh, we got we don't know we don't know and then and then outside of that's Mason Rudolph and God forbid. So uh, this is this is scary. You know, Big Ben is for you know I think he's pushed about to be forty or he's forty already. And he's coming off of like weird injuries and he was thinking about retiring two, three years ago. So pectoral is, is part of your throwing motion and their offensive line still sucks. So he's still going to get, uh, be, get hit and all that stuff. So uh, I, I would, if, I, if he's going to play, I'd hand the ball off to Najee Harris 35 times. I'm like, bro, I just need you to run the ball. I'll throw you a play action pass every now and then. And I'll throw you a screen every now and then, but I can't, he, he can't get the ball down the field to his receivers with that kind of an injury if it's, if it's that bad. Uh, so I would definitely monitor that, but the O-line sucks. So it's like, yeah. shit, what do we do? Uh, Carson Wentz, 
I've been we've been saying this. Who in the world has ever had two sprained ankles? Have you ever heard of that shit before? <laughs> two sprained ankles at the same exact time? Like it's either one or the other. The man has two sprained ankles. So uh or what more can I say? It's, it's Carson Wentz. This is what you're gonna get. It's just, it's an accident that's just waiting to happen and and it happened again. Uh, and they play the Titans next, and the Titans are looking for blood, and that, they want to make sure that people don't sleep on them and that's still their division. Uh, mm-hmm. If they drop to 0-3 uh, because they have to go with uh, uh, Eason or whatever, uh, you can pretty much just kind of write the season off for them. They're, they're going to struggle all season. And, you know, I think that, that Titans victory over the Seahawks was big. I had to add the Seahawks winning that game, but Derrick Henry, again, reminds you I'm the best damn running back in the league, and it's not close, okay? So, uh, this is this is bad for the Colts, though. Uh, Tua, you said it best. I wrote that same thing down. Can't, man, can't catch a break. Uh, same thing with Tyrod Taylor. Can't catch a break. Like, those two, I mean, I mean, the Texans, we don't expect anything from them anyway. But now I think they pretty much secured that number one overall pick. We can, And they'll be getting Spencer Rattler to come over next year. So that we can pretty much kind of confirm. Uh, and then Tua, that's a big deal because the kid's going to be hurt his whole career. This is he came into the league with a broken hip. Now he's got fractured ribs. It's like it's hard to breathe with fractured, let alone play football. Uh, so I think he's going to be favoring that for the majority of this for the rest of the season. And they play the Raiders next, and the Raiders are clearly doing something right. So, and you know, hopefully Max probably doesn't hurt Jacoby Brissett too, or it's, or it's a wrap. And then Andy Dalton, I predicted it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said, I thought Aaron Donald was going to be the one that knocked him out of the game. But no, it was uh, uh, who the Chicago played? Just the Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. It was Cincinnati that knocked him out. So yeah. uh, kudos to that guy because no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, like we, I expected Justin Fields to be on the field uh, or as early as possible. So, you know, I feel bad for Aaron Donald because I don't, I don't like to see guys get hurt. Uh, but it was coming. I it was it was kind of how Deshaun Watson got his start. Uh, you know, homeboy got hurt. Deshaun Watson got into the game and hasn't looked well. He's looked back now, but up until just recently, he hadn't looked back. I think this is time. This time for Justin Fields to kind of just take off and earn his keep in the NFL. And just as long as he can protect himself, I think he's going to be fine. And then finally, with the quarterback who we just were discussing, uh, Baker Mayfield. I think he's fine, but he needs to. They need to monitor the situation of that whole team because we're about. To, I mean, we're about to, I'll, I'll just give it away. But Juice Landry is a uh, sprained MCL. Uh, he's going to be out for some time. Six to eight weeks. Six. Uh, OBJ is not one hundred percent. He's he says he's coming back this week, but he's clearly not one hundred percent. You know, and then the other thing they have Donovan Peoples Jones and and uh, Anthony Shorts. They haven't really done much with that. So to me, and I, and I said, the only thing that will hold this team back is Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield is part of the problem, but their, their healthy, their strength and conditioning coach needs to fix, fix some of these problems because if they're not, if they can't, if they don't have a, if they don't have a threat of a receiving core, they're just going to put eight men in the box and like, all right, you don't have to beat us, Chubb, with these eight men in the box. You go in and then the force Baker Mayfield to air it out. I don't, I don't trust Baker Mayfield as a as a gunslinger in, in, in his league because he will throw 20 picks if that's the case. So 
that that should be the Juice Landry one is probably the more concerning one to me uh, for that team. Um, so yeah, I'll be really quick about this. Uh, I'm not confident with any backups with these teams except for Chicago. Uh, with Justin Fields, finally, we, he's really not the backup. He's the uh, Andy Dalton is the the log gap for him to be there. But now we should be able to see him eclipse that. Um, and Andy Dalton returned to a, to a backup role, which I think he's better at that than than starting. Uh, but Big Ben, whether it's Rudolph or uh, what's homeboy's name? Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, um, not sold there. Uh, Carson Wentz, Jacob Eason, not sold there. Jacoby Brissett, we already poo-pooed on him. We love him, but oh, oh well. Uh, Davis Mills could be exciting, but I don't, I don't see anything there. Um, whoever's going to back up Justin Fields now, uh, Nick Foles. So hopefully he doesn't get to see the ball. Nick Foles need to get a phone call from one of these teams right here. Like, think about it. All these guys need quarterbacks. Cam? Hold on, hold on. Just, just don't say the name yet. Okay, all right, chill. And whoever Baker Mayfield's backup is, I don't even know who the Browns' backup is, but if they go with another quarterback, I'd be concerned right there and then. But I did predict Cam going to the Steelers. I kind of predict Cam going more to the to the Colts now if Carson Wentz is out with a while, for a while because I, I don't think they're really sold on Jacob Eason. Uh, I know Sam Ellinger got hurt, and he was getting some, some looks at quarterback in case Wentz went down. Um, but I feel like the offense is tailored for like a Cam Newton type of player. A uh, bunch of strong running backs, just like they used to have with Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. Tight ends that are that can catch the ball that are pretty good and Doyle and Mo'Ally Cox. And then a bunch of just like do-it-all receivers. And he's always had a bunch of do-it-all receivers. So uh, I, I could see him going there too, I think. But uh, for all these teams, I'd be really, I mean, the one who should be shitting their pants the most is definitely the Colts. You brought in Carson once, and now you got what you weren't thinking you were going to get. We knew it was going to happen, but, like, you got to be really nervous with that. Um, Chicago, it's a new time. You get to see the, the young kid progress. The Steelers, I mean, you got to be worried that Big Ben, like, at some point, like, you got to say enough is enough. we got to go another route. Um, they just decided just to keep holding on to this Big Ben theory. Um, the Dolphins, you should have saw this coming. It always happens with Tua. I'm sorry. I like the kid, but. He's just injury prone. Tyrod can never catch a break. And Baker Mayfield, you said it best. It all comes down to him where his head is in the game, how he's going to handle things. Uh, I'd be nervous because let's move on to the next player. Uh, Jarvis Landry is, is out for six to eight weeks on the MCL sprain. Uh, that's a big target for him on the offense. <clears throat> Granted, there's a lot of targets on the offense. We, we've been saying that Chubb is the focal point of the offense but there's also Kareem Hunt that will shark touchdowns away from whether it's rushing or receiving on a 10 to 15 yard pass or whatever in the end zone. He'll get those. Um, they do have uh, Hooper there as well. Joku is there. Um, whenever OBJ decides he wants to play football and he's hundred percent and not trying to make an R&B album with his shirt off on the boat and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know what's up with OBJ, man. I'm just, I'm not sold on him, but if he comes back healthy, maybe that could help you know, uh, the offense, <laughs> excuse me, in the passing game. But, I mean, Ju Juice, is, Juice is a do-it-all receiver. I feel like he's undervalued everywhere he goes. And people want underrated. to – Underrated. Underrated. But yeah, I also underrated. feel undervalued, too, because the Dolphins undervalued him. They decided to 
give up on him for a Parker. And now Parker's like buried on that roster now. Um, and then even, even when you think of the, the receiving core for the, for the Browns, the first thing that pops off of you is, is definitely OBJ and then Nick Chubb and then, and then Kareem Hunt and then Juice is there, but Juice is, Juice is a midfield threat all the time. He's probably like the top three best slot receiver in the league. So that's a big target for Baker. That's a good, a good guy on your offense and and it sucks that he's down because I don't want to see him go down I just hate that he's with the Browns so I mean your take on it all yeah I mean I'm pretty much already said it <laughs> with juice like it's if he's not there that's not good that's not good for Baker um because juice is the probably one of the more reliable receivers that have played in the NFL recently Miami he led the league in catches like two or three times there's a reason for that because they know that he, he he's reliable uh, without OBJ last year uh, to end the season, they—I I think they—I don't think they lost the game until the, until the playoffs, or I think they only lost one game or something like that. So, you know, OBJ is, is obviously OBJ, um, but he hasn't been the same since you know, the about three, two and a half, three seasons. He has not been the same. He's pretty much kind of like with like uh, Barkley. He's injury prone, um, and him and Baker really don't have like the the best connection or something like that so yeah i mean they're gonna have to keep running the ball and play bully ball you know get the ball to joke get the ball to austin uh and they try to get these young bucks like people's jones and uh shorts involved but yeah i mean it's, it's gonna be tough but i think the, i think i think the talent is still there like from on both sides of the ball but they are gonna it's not gonna be easy anymore like i thought it would be so uh you know, I had him over 10 and a half wins, but now I'm starting to like uh, scratch my head a little bit. So uh, we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see. Let's go. Let's go defense. Bradley Chubb is injured. Only thing I'm going to say about that is he's a young guy with uh, Von Miller and Von Miller really, really likes him. And they complement each other very, very good. I think they're a tandem, <clears throat> excuse me, that nobody really talks about. And I feel like that's the defense is playing very well so far. Like they they've got some really good talent on that team. Yeah. Corner they got they got Harris they got um, uh, Sertan they got Vaughn they got uh, uh, Chubb uh, they got one of the best sec uh, was it Juwan Johnson Juwan James whatever his name in the set in the in the safety um, they got a lot of talent man so I feel like this guy he's you know he was he was a top five pick what three or four years ago. Or, yeah, yeah, he was he, he, he was up there. He was up there. He was he was a he's a good player, man. So I, I feel like that's going to impact them a little on the defense. Um, I think a lot on the defense. I, I think like the defense has been. We talk about all the good offensive weapons they have. Yeah, they're young. The defense is young too, with just you know Von Miller holding it down and Chris Harris too. So I don't know. I I, I think it's going to hurt the hurt them tremendously. Not, they don't have Chris Harris anymore. They have Shelby Harris on the defensive line. Chris Harris is over in uh, the Chargers. Uh, San Diego now. That's right. Uh, but they do have Pat, Patrick Sertan. They do have Justin Simmons. They do have Kareem Jackson. They do have Kyle Fuller. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're great. Von Miller is a dog. Uh, and he plays y'all this weekend. Uh, you know, I got Von Miller getting like three sacks on your boy, uh, Zachy Wilson. I and hope so. That's my favorite <laughs> defensive player. So, all right. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll like it. Uh, so yeah, they. I think they'll be fine. You know, Bradley Chubb is a, is a big name, but he's. I think he's only. He's not going to be out for the season. He, he's still going to have time, uh, opportunity to come six back. To eight, six so, to eight. Which is, I mean, I, I think they'll be able to do fine. 
Um, but like I said, with this defense, like all they need is a quarterback. I think Teddy Bridgewater might might very well be the quarterback to just give him like you because know, he hasn't he's played perfect. <laughs> breaks. We're going to contenders and pretenders. We can talk about that. Yeah. So it's just like to me, like it's gonna hurt for a second, but I wouldn't be overly concerned. Yeah, I and, and I think I think I think Denver's intriguing to play because they're young. And if somebody's like on the wire and they need to get a guy just to sub in for that, I think Denver's going to be a really fun place to go play at right now. Yeah, I think I think Vaughn's a good recruiter at that as well. So he's yeah. a he's super country. You got caught, yeah, very country. <laughs> um, and then the last one is is San Francisco running backs. Uh, Mitchell had a great week one. Um, Sermon got the deactivation out of nowhere. <clears throat> Mozart started the game. Uh, Mostert obviously went out game one and then game two, uh, they, they activate Sermon and, and Mitchell went out with, with the injury, I think concussion or Sermon had a concussion. One had a shoulder injury. Like there's, there's a lot of concern that they even brought in um, Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson to try out today with the team uh, because they're concerned about a lot of, a lot of their running backs and they still have Jeff Hasty who did very well and, and Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty, yeah. And, and like these guys are uh they're not household names, but if you had them in fantasy for one or two games last year, they got you some points. Um, they're definitely like you know, three options on any team. But I mean, it, it's it's a big I feel like in San Fran though, like we we people think it's big that these guys are down, but they're not really historically known for using their running backs like that. It's just like a revolving door of guys and they just well, they have Frank Gore. Yeah, well, Frank Gore was was is like I'm sure he's playing somewhere that we don't even know right now, like in Canada. He's, he's training for boxing. He said he's retired. He's giving up football so he can go box. <laughs> but, that, but that style of football with Frank Gore has been dead for a very long time in San Francisco. So, what Frank Gore hasn't been there in like ten years, bro. So, the the last ten years there hasn't been a prolific runner. It's been like a revolving door of running backs. It's you know, give me 50 yards in a game. Maybe you get like three touchdowns a game. Maybe you get 100 yards a game. But there's no ground and pound type of running back there. It's always just a lot of receiving running backs. You got to be able to catch the ball to play in San Fran is what I've noticed. So hence why we have Tevin Coleman. So I don't think they should be worried. And I think the guys that they're trying out fit the mold. They're just seasoned veterans that were were workhorses minus Duke Johnson. He got poo-pooed everywhere he went. But, you know, Lamar, Lamar Miller fits the mold. He's just old my only thing my only takeaway from this 49er situation is more so from a grand big picture thing um now you understand why it's hard to get a contract if you're a running back it's like literally the ravens lost every single one of the running backs and they got four new ones to come right in the 49ers are about to have four or five new running backs cut like it's just Literally, there's a there's a running back that that has a has availability everywhere. The Jets, you just the Jets are they got an array of running backs. The Eagles have an array. Like the way the NFL works now, why would I pay my running back twenty million? Like they pay Zeke all this money and, and Pollard is outperforming him. Like it's it's literally we've gotten to running back by committee. And like and we started off the show, to me, there's only six real every down back running backs and outside of that it's just committee 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 so for the 49ers i wouldn't be overly concerned literally they they have sermon they have jermichael they have patrick uh, uh jacques patrick 
They could get they could go get uh somebody off of someone's practice squad. They Le'Veon Bell doesn't even have a job. Todd Gurley doesn't even have a job. Like Todd Gurley is 27 years old and was uh you know like offensive player of the year a few years, like a couple no of knees. years ago. No knees. And, and that's the that's that's like you know, one day if I have a son. I'm gonna make sure he don't play running back. I'm like, look, man, I want you to at least get, I want you to get to 35 and play sports. And as a running back by 27, 28, they're the reason why the average NFL career is 3.4 years. Cause that's literally what we're seeing in San Fran and Baltimore. So yeah, that's it. But yeah. they'll be fine. I mean, they'll be their defense is good, and you know, they're, they're, yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. I, I agree. I agree. All right, let's go to the the fun part of, uh, of this whole thing that we like to, or that we've been wanting to talk about uh, contenders versus pretenders. We're going to go over all the two and O teams. We're going to omit the bucks because obviously they won the super bowl last year, same team. They're dominating. Like there's no reason to even dissect. That yeah. Team. Yeah. They it's, are. Hard to, it's hard to. So uh, <laughs> let's jump in with, with one that's really entertaining to watch right now with all their free agent signings, uh, Arizona Cardinals. So love them. They just, they missed the playoffs last year by like by like a game or two. So they went and beefed beefed up the team. They signed some veterans. <clears throat> I mean, obviously they traded to get Andre Hopkins out of nowhere last year and shocked us all. Uh, and and they get uh, it just shows it shows an organization that's committed to winning and committed to their quarterback and committed to his success. Uh, so they go get AJ Green, who's obviously another household name from years back. He got a touchdown this week. I mean, it wasn't prolific yet like 30 yards receiving but it's still aj green he does have hands it's not the it's not the factor it's just andre uh or deandre hopkins is there and a lot of young guys um then you got jj watt just wreaking havoc on the defense with chandler jones um and buddha baker so like they're they're, they play in a tough division you got to see san francisco you got to see the seahawks and you got to see who's the other one there yeah, I see San Francisco Seahawks and uh, the Cardinals, and oh my God, <laughs> I got a brain fart. San Francisco, the Rams, the Rams, Rams, golly, the Ramley. <laughs> yeah, so so you've got two teams in that division that are that are um two and zero right now. Um, uh, we left the Rams off of this one too because they just they look too good. Like they're contenders, no- yeah. That's not a pretend at all. That's a contender. <laughs> they're, they're they're there all the time, but I mean you're playing in a historically tough division, uh, so it's. Do you see them as a pretender or a contender? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they made the right moves this year to become a contender, but not make it deep just because of youth. I think that would be the, the 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 youth of the quarterback, not at the team, because JJ Watt's been in the playoffs. AJ Green's been there sometimes. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has obviously been there with JJ Watt. I just think like the youth of the quarterback, and I hope he proves him. I hope he can go deep, but like I just I'm not sold on that just yet. The Cardinals they they play in the NFC West, which is to me, it's literally the best division in football right now is the NFC West, because the Seahawks. Should very well be two and zero, but you know they they played. Derrick Henry is just is stupid, so there's nothing they could have done about done about that. Uh, the Rams look amazing. Uh, like I said, when we were talking about the Bucks earlier. The Rams uh, play like that's a super. That could be a, a NFC Championship preview. So the Rams, we know. So then we get to uh, the um, for San Fran. You know they're, they're good, but the Cardinals. 
what weaknesses do they have? It's like it's like one of those things in which you start looking at. They drafted really well. Like I really like you don't understand. I've been talking about Rondo Rondo Moore for about a year and a half now. Like Rondo Moore, I, I knew about him in college. I said once he gets to a football team, if it's a high flying offense, he's going to shine quickly. And I wanted to draft him in fantasy, but everyone reads the same beat writers that I read and beat me to it. Uh, but yeah, Rondo Moore is going to be like every week you're going to see something special from him. Uh, Christian Kirk, a speedster. You're going to see something special from him. AJ Green, like you said, household name. He's special. DeAndre Hopkins is, the, to me, the best receiver in football now. Like, special. Uh, and then Kyler Murray just, you know, he has like that Russell Wilson, but like, they're both baseball players, right? Uh, literally. That's, to me, what why they're so good at, at quarterback. And that's why their size and their height doesn't really matter. Because they're really good baseball players. Like, they just have natural arm talent that you just you can't teach and some of the throws i see Colin murray make i'm like damn <laughs> like he that boy can throw like at his height and he can't see over the offensive line that, that boy can throw he gets out the pocket he's he's elusive he's quick then you get to the defense you mentioned all the names Chandler jones uh jj watt uh buddha baker byron murphy jr uh you know isaiah simmons like they stack like they to me they have no weaknesses, so I have to make up a, cont- a contender. And now that you have four teams that can make it out of the division, all four of these teams can make it out the NFC West. So to me, even if they have the same record as the, the teams ahead of them or their game behind the teams ahead of them, they can still make it to uh, make it to the playoffs. So to me, they are officially a contender. We'll see about Colin Murray, but Russell Wilson, he won his Super Bowl young, you know, not like it's impossible. Jerry Goff got there young. <laughs> you know, a lot of these younger quarterbacks are getting there now. Like this rookie deal quarterback, that's that's like a path to get to the Super Bowl is get there on your on your quarterback's rookie deal. So and I, and I think like yeah, and I think in like divisional games too, like you know how to beat your divisional rivals. So <clears throat> I think I think they're they're doing right. And I like I like that a lot of people poo-pooed on on I love I love saying poo-pooed now ever since you started saying that. Um, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, I think they they didn't think he was gonna make the right transition from college to to the pros, and I think all you had to do was show them show them the house you live in on draft day, and they're gonna take you serious there. So I, I think I think Cliff is kind of like I, I I see him kind of like a hardball, is like like not not Michigan hardball. Talking about the one that hey that, he's playing he's doing well this year. He's doing, he's doing well. well. All right, but but I see him kind of like hardball. I I think he's the kind of guy that you bring into to mesh with your young quarterback, an equally young coach too. I know Harbaugh's been there some time, but he's still pretty young. And Lamar's a young quarterback, and he did it with with Flacco there, and they gelled. And I, I think just everybody's on the same page, and they're he's fun to play for. And and I, I maybe they find ways to beat these teams in their division. It's going to be tough, but if anyone can do it, they're two and zero right now. I mean, Cardinals can do it. So uh, let's let's stick in the division. Let's let's go to the 49ers. Uh, they're, they're always up and down. I mean, they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, it was unfortunate they lost. Uh, there's the, the headache of, is Garoppolo the guy? Is Trey Lance the guy? The, the running back situation. Um, Debo Samuels showing why he's a, he's a really good wide receiver and wondering if he had a really good arm, how much better could he be with somebody throwing to him? Yeah. And then the defense is just really, really good. Like, you know, Robert Sala's my head coach now. Thank you. Um, but but even at that, like you plug and play the guys that were there before that know it, 
and they know what they're doing. They may have lost some pieces like a Solomon Thomas, but the next guy up, man, they're, they're, they're really good. So uh, what is it? The other boss is there. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's, it's a wrap. They're, they're, they're solid, but they play it in the hard division too. Um, the sad part is, aren't, aren't they two and oh, or are they one and one? They're two and oh. Yeah. That's why I, I ask you this, if they're a contender or pretender. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, duh. Um, <laughs> forgot. Yeah. So, so the sad part is, is like, I, I, I kind of see them at the bottom of the barrel in the division. I, I have, I have Russ and the Seahawks at two, the Cardinals at three and the 49ers at, at the four spot. If I were to call it at the, at the end of the season with the Rams taking the cake, but anybody can take this division it's it's that tough man like i feel like it's this one that everybody's going to beat each other one time like you're never going to get a clean sweep oh yeah you're not getting that in this division no it's going to be like yeah, nail biting. No. yeah so um, i'm big i was big on the 49ers in the summer i was like yeah they have i'm a big trenches guy i'm just that's what i know i played in the trenches before so i understand the importance of having a good offensive and defensive line shit the super bowl winning champions of 2018 were the philadelphia eagles because we were dominant on the old line and d line uh so at the 49ers they're dominant i mean that game against the eagles it was it was funny to watch because i know we lost and everything like that but i, I was feeling like we were seeing a better version of ourselves that's what the the, the 49ers remind me of Great O-line, great D-line, decent quarterback play, good weapons on the outside, uh, and, then a, and, a, and a solid tight end. And then your defense is going to do the rest. So to me, they're a contender because their O-line and D-line is solid. For, I mean, and they got a great defense. Fred Warner is one of the better, I think, top three middle linebackers in the NFL. Uh, you know, obviously Nick Bosa is, 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 is crazy, but – they're the only problem they're going to have is will the injuries do them do them in you know like yes it's a revolving door at running back but i mean how much can that door revolve you know, <laughs> you know what i mean and, and then garoppolo garoppolo is like you know and we it's the same thing with golf they both got to the super bowl and we cannot forget that jimmy garoppolo and and jared and uh, jared golf are super bowl participants so it's not like they just back and back to back years too it's not like they're trash it's just you know, they're just, they're good enough. They're good enough. And Garoppolo's good enough, but not good enough to not have Trey Lance breathing on his, his back. And, you know, you know that, those are the two concerns, is injuries. And what do you really feel about Garoppolo? Because the thing with, the, like you were saying, that they're revolving door running back. This, they've been doing a good job with that. And they have backup quarterbacks coming in and still hand the ball off to these running backs. So, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I would put them ahead of, you know, I think the Cardinals are a more exciting team, but like you say, youth could do them in. 49ers is a more veteran-led team, uh, and they're better in the trenches. So I'd put them ahead of the four, uh, the Cardinals. I'd probably put them ahead of the Seahawks too. It's just you know, Seahawks they have Russell Wilson. That is there. That is it. So you know, it's it's going to be tough in this division, but I think O line and D line is what gets it done. So I have to give I have to give them a contender now, but too close to call <laughs> yeah exactly I, I, it's all all teams in that division play different football and like they're just like the doggest ones man like like there's no household name on offense there really isn't if you really think Debo about trying it. to Debo trying to get that Debo trying to get there Debo, Debo but, trying I mean, to get not a household guy. name like he's 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 a good player 
you know, but but like they're just some dogs there, man. They they're just dogs. They're like there's two stud. Receivers. Oh no, George Kittle. Oh, George Kittle, yeah. But why do we all? You know what it is? It's because of fantasy football. We always kind of forget him, but he he's both, actually their best player. He was, like he blocks. He was, he was also hurt last year too, so that's it's not. No, he's not. I like I like me some Kittle. Like Kittle like definitely Kittle. the household name. Yeah, Kittle's definitely a household name. Yeah. I, I take that back. But other than like running back or or, or wide receiver, even the quarterback. Trey Lancer, you can hear him a lot, but like, it's, 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 we don't it's know. Not, too early to but, call. It's like it's like the election. It's too early to call. We yeah. have an idea which way is leading, but we don't have to do this recount. So yeah, leave leave homeboy that be on CNN <laughs> circle and shit. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like in that. this county, in this county. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a scrappy division. Let's let's stay in the NFC. Let's go one more team that's two and zero in the division. Mister Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Now hey. I am not. I, I want you to know right now, I'm not like a huge Sam Darnold fan. I'm just mad the way the Jets did him. And what I said is true, okay? What I said is true. There's no O-line, nothing to give him. But now you give him an O-line and you give him weapons and one in a familiar face, he's going to do well. So, like I said, he's not my one of my favorite players. I just thought he gave up on him. It's a waste of a draft pick. I don't like the idea of a new coach coming in and getting rid of something that you traded up to get or you worked or you, you played shitty to get and, you, you know, you, you get rid of it. I mean, it's, I just think it's foolish. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, but the Panthers are 2-0 and in their division. The NFC South has historically been a very tough division as well with now the the Atlanta Hawks finally just fizzling out. and not Falcons, Falcons. Wrong bird. Yeah, wrong bird. A lot of birds there. Uh, with the Falcons just not being a really good team, um, sorry, Falcons fans. I know you're going to be upset with that, and you'll probably leave a comment on the page, whatever. Fuck you. Like, you suck. You guys are trash, all right? But the Panthers have historically been trash, and now they're coming alive. I know there's only two games in the season, but we even said it last year. Like, they have the pieces. If you put the right talent around it, could be good. They got Hassan Reddick. They made a change at quarterback because there wasn't really a good quarterback there. Uh, I know they, they got Teddy Bridgewater, but it didn't fit the style of play that rule plays. And then you went and got just a bunch of other seasoned veterans to put around it. And it, and it looks good. And they drafted well, too. They got J.C. Horn. Uh, and I forgot how they got in the second round, but it was a good player, too. And you get Chubba Hubbard. So, I mean, there's a lot of good players and things that are exciting on that team. Uh, I, I think the city of Carolina uh, Charlotte, South Carolina, wherever, whoever the fans are, however far it goes, you should be excited for this because you've got a team that can hang in the division now and not be at the bottom of the barrel for the last couple of years. So you're 2-0, enjoy it, and trust the Sam Darnold. That's all I'm saying. Trust the Sam Darnold. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm going to call them, by the way, pretenders, though. Pretenders? I just think, okay. I just, I just think that it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them with the NFC because the NFC, somebody from the East is going to get through with a semi-shitty record. And there's just a lot of teams that are better out in the NFC. Like, obviously, the, we just talked about out West. The whole West. The whole yeah, West. Exactly. Is better the whole West is just breathing on everybody's neck. So from yeah. Carolina to even eclipse the Bucks, which it won't happen, or even eclipse the Saints, it's going to be tough. But I do like the way they're trending. I'll, I'll say that. Pretenders, but like the way they're trending. Well, uh, they beat they beat those uh they beat those Saints. Uh, I mean, that has to count for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, you know, Sam Darnold obviously looks way better. C Mac looks healthy. That's great. 
You know, I love, you know, I love uh, the, the, the receiver situation with DJ Moore. Uh, Robbie Anderson fits some, kind of just fits this offense somehow. Uh, Dan Arnold as well, uh, the tight end. They're protecting him. Uh, the defense has been playing really well. Uh, so you got to give him credit for that. But, you know, for the same reasons, I can't call him a contender because to me, they're not better than the four teams in the West. They're not better than the Cowboys. They're not better than uh, the Packers. And they're not better than the Bucks, so there's no room for them to get into the playoffs with with those situations going on. And uh, to me, they're they're still got things to figure out. Uh, I think they're going to have a better season than I expected them to, but not good enough for me to to say, yeah, yeah, you guys are going to be in the playoffs or you guys are legit. Because think about it, whoever they play, if they if they were to make the playoffs, whoever they would play. I, I think it would be a blowout. That's yeah. how I feel about them right now. I think they're good enough to be like the, the good average, you know, I missed the eight and eight days when we had 16 games, 500. There are 500. They're slightly above 500 teams. So like a nine and seven kind of team. But like the, the type of nine and seven team that, oh, but you can't make the playoffs. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. <laughs> can't get there. <laughs> All right. So you got them as pretenders. Yeah. Um, good, right. good pretenders. Right. <laughs> they pretend very well. I agree. All right, let's go AFC now. Um, Chucky, Chucky is winning games, man. So maybe the move to to Vegas was the was it? Maybe they just hit luck in the slot machines and they're and they're all doing well. But Chucky's got this guy, these guys winning some big games. Um, they're two and zero. They do have a tough division though because Patrick Mahomes is there. I know the Chargers are zero and two, but they're they're really no slouches historically. Uh, and if they are bad, they're bad very, very momentarily, and then they get they get really good again. Um, and who else is out in that division out west? Chargers, Broncos. Oh, Broncos is Chargers, there. Broncos, and uh, Chiefs. And we'll them. Yeah, we'll get to the Broncos in a second, but um, yeah, the the Raiders have been historically at the bottom of this division uh, year in and year out. They haven't really been contenders for a while. Um, I don't even know how long, man. I feel like it's been a long time since the Raiders have been kind of relevant. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a while because it's been carried by the Chiefs lately, and the Chiefs yeah. always do well. The Broncos with Peyton Manning, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Charger, the Charger era with Ladanian Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Yeah, it's, been, it's the last time they were really good was when they had Rich Gannon, when John Gruden was there the first time. <laughs> yeah, and and Charles Woodson, the Charles Woodson, era. and Charles Woodson, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been a revolving door of, of has-beens in there or trouble players. Uh, Chucky tried to put together a team, the, what, his first two seasons, and, and it he shocked the world on his first draft and took Farrell from Clemson. I don't oh, know. Yeah, that was, I would never understand that one. I don't really understand any of his draft picks, really. <laughs> the only thing that I can I can tip my hat off to him for so far um, because he got rid of Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. The only thing I can tip my hat to him so far is getting Darren Waller and trusting that and keeping him um, and keeping him in the right mindset and believing in him and showing him that. And, and Darren Waller is, is good. He's the best tight end in football right now. I would say uh, him and Kelsey. Ooh, for sure. Nah, I'm still taking Kelsey every day. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, and I, overall I, tight end, I'm taking Kittle too. Cause Kittle is a dog, but yeah. I'm taking Kelsey for sure. Darren Waller is the better receiver. Cause he's three. a receiver. <laughs> he's top three, man. But, but all I'm getting at is, is Chucky has, first two years there have not been good and then after that Super Bowl um 
or no, he won the Super Bowl with with the Bucks. But yeah, you know, after after he he won the Super Bowl with the Bucks, we saw what he did in Tampa Bay. Just not not a really good run. Uh, so he's two and zero. He's in a really tough division. He's got one team that's two and zero. He's got a team that's been to back to back Super Bowls. Um, and then, the, like I said, the Chargers are no slouch. I'm gonna go out and say, um, Chucky made a lot of good moves this season, uh, but I I think he's I think they're pretenders. I think I think the Raiders got a lot more things to fill in. Uh, I think I think David Carr or Derek Carr always starts off hot, uh, and then he starts to fizzle out. People start to realize like this is Derek Carr, like he's not Aaron Rodgers. Like he looks good, but there's just a lot of missing pieces. I feel like. So I'm putting them at pretenders. Uh, this one is too close to call. <laughs> uh, kind of like Carolina. To me, they're to, – so to me, the West Coast right now is kind of just dominating football. The NFC and AFC West, they got the, all the best teams to be in those, in those uh, conferences. I mean, those the, the divisions. Uh, their car is a – he's a – their car is a veteran. So – he won't stink up the joint too much. Like he's good. He's a solid, you know, he, he had like a semi MVP kind of season a couple of years back. He's fully capable of it. So I think now is just time. Now that he's got Darren Waller there uh, and a lot of experience with him, I think Ruggs is going to start getting better in that offense. Cause I mean, Ruggs comes from white wide receiver university from Alabama. So I have enough faith in him to figure it out kind of thing. Brian Edwards, uh, you know, how do you feel about him? You know, he obviously had that one game, and everybody's oh, and then he came back to life. Hunter Renfro, though, he's he's actually more important to me. He's like Cole Beasley in that offense. Like you like your you like your receivers, white boy receivers in the slot. He's that's what I was gonna say. You like your white boy receivers in the slot. slot. Exactly. That boy killing the slot. So I like him in the slot. Uh, but you know, to me, the Vike, the, the the Ravens game that they won was luck. It was poorly executed. It was not the best coaching at the end. They lost by luck to me. They did a good job getting with Max Crosby in the defensive line. So, but to me, that was more of a luck thing. Whereas uh, uh, the game against the Steelers was kind of impressive, but at the same time, to me, the Steelers offensively are just not good. So, yeah. like, you know, and they were playing with a man. Big Ben is hurt. TJ Watt got you know got a little dinged up in that game as well. So, to me. They benefited off of the misfortunes of the Ravens and the Steelers. So, yes, there were two wins, and a win is a win, but I'm not still overly like, wow, the Raiders. And now they're, they're about to go 3-0 because they're about to play the Dolphins, and Dolphins are going to be without Tua, and they're, they're about to start reeling. So, to me, they're going to start off 3-0, and and we're going to be, oh, my God, Chucky. But then when the rubber needs to meet the road, I think Chucky becomes uh, less scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I also think like the Dolphins can shock anybody at any time. Wish they could. could. It could be the Raiders. So. Wish they could, and then it, you'll see the real Derek Carr out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we'll go to the last team, same division, the Denver Broncos. Yo, I'm I'm gonna put them in the same kind of category as as the Panthers in my in my uh, rating this. I'm going to put them as contenders, though, like a sneaky last in. We're going to be contenders because I think I, I always have faith in Teddy Bridgewater. And I know people always, you know, back to KK's word, poo-pooing on him. Poo-pooing on his name. Um, I just think he's over the poo-pooing, and I think he just wants to win. And I think he's with a young team. 
And a lot of guys that are like, hey, man, we just want to make you better. We want to be better. Just get us somebody here that, you know, I know Drew Locke knows a lot of cool hip hop songs, uh, but he, def he definitely can't say <laughs> the in the locker room. So uh, we want you to be that guy. And Vaughn Miller just, I feel like Vaughn Miller is just like a fun guy to be around. Like you just, you just can't say like. Big country. Yeah. Big country guy, 10 gallon hat, all forest camo coming up in an ATV all the time uh, with his goofy glasses and, and, and all them tattoos he got all over his body. So. Uh, I feel like Von Miller is just a guy you want to play with too, because he's going to advocate for you. He's going to be there to make you better uh, pick your brain as well. So I just think like the, the, the offense made all the right moves. Again, you got Melvin Gordon, but you also got Williams back there. They've got two good running backs. Uh, they got a lot of young wide receivers. We said Sutton uh, Patrick is doing very well with, with uh, Judy out. Uh, and then they also got Hamler too. Uh, and then, and then Noah Fant. Don't don't forget about Noah Fant. The O line is good. Uh, the defense is a pretty good defense too. I, I like them. I really like them. I think they could be the the second team out of the the AFC uh, West, and I think they could be a very sneaky pick to make the playoffs. So I'm going to put them as silent contenders for the playoffs. Uh, so in the AFC West, to me, they have the best defense. Uh, we talk about the Chargers a lot. You know, like I know you said, there's not too many household names, quote unquote, but they got they got guys in the Chargers. Whereas the Broncos, to me, is the most complete defense in that division. Chiefs are not that good defensively to be compared to uh, to them. Uh, Chargers are obviously they're there, but you know, and then the Raiders, I'm not you know I wouldn't say they have like a stout defense, you know? uh, but the Broncos do, and that's why people pick them as well. If you go get Aaron Rodgers, that's the Super Bowl because literally. The Packers, I mean, the, the the Broncos went and got Peyton Manning. And the first year, they had the best offensive season ever. And then the second year, their defense literally won them the Super Bowl against, uh, against Carolina when their defense was wreaking havoc all year. So, to me, we're going we're gonna to see more of that. Teddy Bridgewater, like I always say, will never lose you a game. Never, okay? Do I think the Broncos can beat the Chiefs? Probably not. Uh, but do I think they can beat – you know, you know, the, uh, the Raiders, absolutely. I think they could beat the Chargers. Yeah, they'll, they'd probably split that one too. So uh, to me, I'll give them the contender hat. Uh, you know, they got the, they got the receivers. Uh, Judy, obviously, will be coming back later this season. Uh, they got the running back situation figured out with Melvin Gordon and Jamonte Williams. And I guess I like Teddy. He's never going to like, he's never going to win you a game, but he would never lose you a game either. He's going to play the right way. And he he's still he's a dog, man. Coming back from that gruesome leg injury, he's a dog. So I'm gonna give him the contender hat because I got a lot of respect for everything that they they put together defensively, and they'll look good this year. You look good, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers gonna come and uh, win him win him a ring in Denver next year. <laughs> poop on the Teddy show really quick. So. I'm not gonna poop on my dog Teddy though, man. Poop, Teddy, you know he from you know he from a, he's, he's he's cut from that Lamar Jackson cloth to me. They just solid dudes and i like that so south florida boys all right let's let's wrap up the show let's go to our fun segment the nfl pickums um so i won last week three out of five to kk's two out of five we'll put that in the tally and add it up to next week um let's go first game chargers versus chiefs another divisional game who you got chiefs 31 to 17 31 17 Pissed off Patrick Mahomes coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go 28-14 as I'm going to go with. Okay, Kansas City. You can't, you can't root against the Chargers, man. You sure? I can't. I can't. Right. He's not going. He's not going to lose two games in a row. I know. Exactly. That's the thing. And I feel like the Chargers are going to have to come behind on an 0-3 uh, start of their season. Kansas City did struggle uh, with uh, that Browns game, too. So they're, they're off to a shaky start. 1-1, I know, but it is kind of shaky, so. I think you start to figure things out as the year goes. Up. I know. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I agree. All right. Chicago versus Cleveland. Who you got? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to – I I'm a Justin Fields fan, and I want this to be like a breakout game where he just comes and just rips them up. And for the – so for my personal, like, feelings, I want I want to pick Chicago, but I think Cleveland still gets it done. Uh, 22 – 22 to 16. Weird score. <laughs> okay. Cleveland. All right. I'm going to go. The young bull gets the win on this one. I'll play I wanted to. I wanted say, to. I'm going to say low scoring game, defense heavy. I'm going to say 17 14. Kicker's going to win it somewhere. All right. All right. I was close. I, and I might regret it, but. You, you can know, change it. We're still on. We're still doing this. You can change it before. Nah, bro. I'm, I'm gonna just stick to my guns on this one. All right. Probably the most fun game of the week to watch. The most exciting so far. The way it's advertised. Tampa Bay two and zero versus the Rams two and zero. They gotta go to L.A. Um, that's why I'm picking the Rams. That's the only reason why I'm picking the Rams because they have to go to L.A. And I know. Tom Brady is probably being doubted, and he's going to light up the Rams, and I'm going to be like, damn, man, the Bucs are fucking good. But they're going, to, they're going to the crib, to L.A., so I got to pick L.A. on this one. I'll give it, I'll give it a high-scoring game because that's, that's just what I feel. But not too high score. I say 29 to 24. Weird score, I know. <laughs> and see, like, we got to offset it somewhere because I feel like we're going to pick the same things going around. Um, you picked the Bears. That's true. That could be our, our difference maker right there. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm I gotta say the Rams too. Like I I I just hate Tom Brady and, and it's hard to it's hard to go into somebody somebody's stadium like like the Rams right now, the way that they're moving. Yeah. And, also, and Antonio Brown's like in COVID protocols or something like that. So he yeah. might even be he's his game, he's not he might not even play on Sunday. So that's a now, not one of their, not one of their fifty targets. Hey, but that's hey, that's a big. I mean, you know, what's his name? Mickens probably blow up or whatever. But or um, there was Adam Humphreys or whatever. Not Humphreys. What's his name? Who knows? And so yeah. white Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Um, I'm gonna pick the Rams. I'm gonna say 32-27. I'm gonna say that's a better looking score than mine. We both got a five-point spread, though, but. <laughs> yeah. All right, Green Bay, San Francisco. This seems to be, like, a, a always a fun rivalry, even though not the same division. So, Aaron Where, Rodgers, Where's the game being played at? It's going to be in San Fran. Man, San Fran just owns him. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, man. Uh <sighs> Give me San Fran. Give me nah, I can't pick the rock. Give me San No, give me Green Bay. That running back situation is crazy. Give me Green Bay, man. Give me Green Bay. 
Uh, close though, but yeah, close. 20, 24 to 20, Green Bay. Damn, Tough the, one though. You took, you took the score right away from me, man. 24 to 20? That's what I was going to say. I don't want to have another Dolphins uh, moment again. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 30, 24, Green Bay. All right. Like Max Crosby's leg is loose enough to do this. Now, the game KK is waiting for Monday Night Football. Uh, he gets to listen to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth narrate this one. If it's Monday Night Football, that's that's uh, I'm listening to Peyton and Eli. That's right, you're right. I forgot yes. about that. I, I like their segments. I'm listening to Peyton and Eli on Monday Night Football for sure. <laughs> um, Philly versus Dallas, divisional game. Yeah, I'll take it Philly. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm not even gonna. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason. I'm probably you know picking with my heart, and I don't give a damn. So uh, fly Eagles, fly. Listen, we played San Fran very well. Like I don't like moral victories. I don't believe in moral victories. But we played San Fran really well. We're gonna watch film, figure it out, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm taking the birds, bro. Taking the birds. Okay. What's the score? She fifty-two to. No, I'm just playing. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's always weird with us. It'll be like seven. It'll be like seventeen or fourteen. Damn it! That's the same score I was gonna give. God damn! All right, seventeen, fourteen, Philly. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go to boys. I'm gonna say them boys is them boys. Cool. Just offset this one. Cool. I'm, I'll be rooting for the for Philly though. But nah, I gotta, nah, 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 nah. You don't root for us. We don't watch. We don't watch y'all fair weather bandwagon is. We don't all the ones allowed to be fair weather. I'm rooting for Devonte Smith for sure and Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm gonna put Dallas though, because it's at home in Dallas. If it was in Philly, I'd be going Philly. Man, we win in Dallas, we'll win in Canada, we'll win in California. 17 14 birds. <laughs> you'll uh, you'll you'll see his demeanor on the next show. Um, yeah, oh, I'm gonna be talking about the boys. <laughs> I'm gonna say 21 17 is what I'm gonna say for this. Cool, cool. Hey, the offensive line is jacked up. We got Josh Sweat, we got Barnett, we got Fletcher Cox. We got uh, the Grave Digger coming. We got Milton Williams. We send in pressure. Brandon Graham going to be out. Damn, actually, damn. Brandon yeah. Graham and, and Brandon Brooks. Brooks. Oh, man. Oh, man. Changes we, we still, no, we still going 17-14 Philly, but damn. Brandon Brooks, that's a big one. That's a big one. But it's all right. No stress. No seat. You know what I'm saying? You'll be good. All right. So as of now, I'm leading three out of five, two out of five. So hopefully we can be a changing of the guard next week. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. All I right. might even I, I mean, listen, the Philly pick I'm obviously concerned about, but come on, man. Fly, fly eagles fly. I don't give a until I die. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope my team wins, but yeah, we're, we're gonna lose. What the so. Jets got next? Uh, I don't even know. I really don't even care. Wow, some fan. <laughs> is, it, is it Denver? I think it's is it Denver? Let's see, man. Let's, you guys have uh, the well, oh, oh, the Broncos, yeah, yeah, we have Denver in, so. at Denver. Oh, yeah, geez, Von Miller will have him for sack game. Yeah, he's gonna say, Teddy, this is they cut you, they got rid of you, Teddy. Exactly. Ah, I like it. New York, New York would have been good for Teddy Bridgewater too, but oh well. Oh well. Uh, that's the show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Fair under underscore Weather Pod, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, The Fair Weather Podcast, and where you subscribe to podcasts. 
Uh, you can find us there. Uh, yeah, last week we got to watch our team suck it up at uh, Soho Backyard. Shout out to Nick Brown, the shittiest bartender in Tampa. Uh, he's actually got a very heavy hand. So if you want to see a good bartender, Nick Brown, Soho Backyard. Uh, he's very shitty, which means he's very, very good. So hey, Soho Backyard showed us a lot of love. So uh, big, big shout out to, to them. You know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna start making excuses to get out the house and probably watch some more stuff over there. So uh, yeah, that's where it's at. But yeah, fly goes fly, man. That's that's all. <laughs> just end the season for me, man. So J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. All right, peace. <laughs>